Hey there, kings and queens. Welcome to another episode of Shady Boots Podcast. I'm your host, Abel, and on today's podcast, I will be recapping RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3, Episode 7 and 8. Episode 7 was titled Miss Fugly Beauty Pageant, while Episode 8 was titled Bra Wars. Let's get right into Episode 7 first. Category is... So we start off with episode 7 with Ella being super proud that she bested the rest of the girls in a comedy challenge. Scarlett made the point that making RuPaul Charles laugh is the quickest way to winning the show. And her opinion was that no one has been funnier than herself and Kitty. Scarlett said that her strongest talent is comedy and that's why she's a front runner. But the other girls were not buying it. Especially after she failed to win the Snatch Game. No one was more surprised by Scarlett's confidence in Ella, and no one was more eager to prove her wrong than the winless Kitty. With the hint of getting drop-dead ugly, the girls were presented with a three-look challenge in the Miss Fugly beauty pageant, where Fugly stands for Friend You Gotta Love Yourself. As if the threat of being unpretty wasn't daunting enough, Rue also warned them that they'll be racing against the clock with only moments notice of which category they'd be presenting on the runway. With that, Rue gave them their first category, Fugly Swimwear, and put 69 minutes on the clock until presentation time. I was here for this. I love like the whole like, girl, I'm not going to tell you what you're doing until now. And impressed me and whipped something up. I love this. Like, this was probably so far, like, this is one of my favorite episodes because of not necessarily all of the girls' looks and stuff. But we're getting towards the end. I'm starting to get a favorite or toe um, or whatever. But um, also, like I said, this challenge is different. For, I, I enjoy it. And then, like I said, everything after episode what was it episode five like when rupaul asked like the queens uh you know who deserves to go home i feel like every episode after that just gets better because by then like i said before alliances are done people are like okay like if this is real shit and that's when i feel like like the real competition starting for some of these bitches here and so i am so excited and like i love this theme so far so, while transforming into quick swim drag, the girls still found time to discuss their personal lives outside of the game. Kitty spoke about how she's never been moved by online trolls, instead choosing the self-love she was raised to have. She said that she uh, people would always try to put her down for her big body and big legs, but those traits empower her in her drag in a lot of ways and make her unique. Crystal added that being in drag empowers her in ways she doesn't feel when she's out of drag. The other girls were surprised to learn that uh, um, Crystal's actually a virgin, uh, expressing that she's never felt as sexy out of drag as she does when she takes on the persona of Crystal. And that actually made me see a different side of Crystal when she opened up about that. Because I was like, here she is, like her looks on the runway, all you, you know, they're to me, they're very much the same. Um, she is a La Queen, she is a very pretty girl, but I I haven't been that like that impressed with her. But when she shared this with her, like uh, with all of us and the world, really, I was just like, okay, like I'm looking at her in a different way. I don't know why or what it is, I just am. And so it was interesting to see like 
from one end of the spectrum, you know, of Kitty and her big body and like how that she, you know, she's like, you know, she, the haters or whatever, she embraces it. And she's like, you know what? Screw y'all. I love myself. And then Crystal's like who you would think because she is what the world perceives or many perceive as the pretty quote unquote, you know, whatever that is, they see her as this. She doesn't feel that way personally. And so it's interesting to see. And um, it was interesting that in a timed uh, episode or challenge, they are still talking about some personal stuff. On the runway this week, Rue was joined by Michelle Visage, Alan Carr, and special guest judge Alicia Dixon. Walking first was Vanity in a padded yellow suit, yellow wig, and a black swim cap that she called a take on a scuba outfit. Kitty followed in a crimpled wig, messed up fake teeth, and a mixed jungle print suit with black ties. Scarlet came next in quote-unquote cat madness with a pink suit with cats and furballs all over it. Ella also wore fake teeth, a slick back wig, and a ruffled mixed print suit. Crystal ended the category as a brown and olive green suited sea creature caught in a net. Okay. I was like, okay, that's confusing. But anyways, um, Rude then presented the second category to the girls, Charity Shop Chic, where the queens would style an ensemble using items placed in a special charity shop backstage. Rue gave them the requirement of wearing at least five different items from the shop and put 60 minutes on the clock. Backstage in the charity shop, the girls were surprised by the appearance of charity shop Sue, the Selena Mosasinki, I don't know how to say her name, sorry, a character that actually Crystal portrayed in the Snatch Game last week. Charity watched over them while the girls flew through the racks of secondhand clothes around for 15 minutes. Charity continued to distract the queens while the clock wound down and they struggled to switch out of their deep sea makeup for something more glam. Down to just a few minutes, Crystal was still changing her clothes, unsure whether the little red dress or little black dress would fare better with the judges. Kitty walked first this time in a lime green mini and lavender top with her hair pinned up. Crystal had her boobs out in a short black dress and fishnet stockings with a little blonde bob wig. Ella went with the lavender wig to accompany her pastel green dress and yellow statement necklace. Vanity came out in a sequin orange dress and a blonde kitten wig, girl. Mm. Scarlet closed in a sparkly black dress and curly blonde wig with the rosette necklace. For the final category, fugly but fashionable, Rue gave them 30 minutes to return to the workroom and switch into their most fashionable fugly look. With very little time, it was chaos. Uh, Crystal, who was set on changing up her entire face with new makeup, uh, Ella walked in, you know, first in purple and yellow plaid chaps with a matching side shawl. Vanity then came next in oversized black puffer wedding dress with all black accessories. Crystal managed to put together a colorful jacket and wig with cartoon eyes and lips. Scarlet followed in a pink leopard tracksuit with silver puff jacket. And Kitty was last in braces and a kitty lady caftan that tore away to a schoolgirl top and skirt. I thought that was very interesting and like very clever with the amount of time that they had. So I was like, wow, 
Um, this was like an exciting challenge. It was like very fast paced and I loved that. So I just couldn't imagine like having that time limit, like the judges, like they were like, I know they weren't sitting at the judges panel waiting like during the 60 minutes or whatever. They probably walked off said and blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, I'm like, that's a long day of shooting. Like if you're really just doing that, you know, like a man, I'm like, girl, I need a break. <laughs> Um, the judges began their critiques with Kitty, noting that she had fun with all three of the categories. Alicia liked her attention to detail. Alan liked that she embraced the charity shop concept. And Michelle said that she had a strong night overall. Michelle and Alicia thought Vanity Swimwear was her weakest, but they thought that the orange dress in the charity shop category was perfect. Michelle only worried whether Vanity was delivering too late. The judges liked that Scarlett returned to having fun on the runway, but Alan thought her charity shop was a bit safe. Alicia did not like Scarlett, or didn't think, sorry, Scarlett was fashionable in her final look, but it was certainly fugly. Michelle liked that Ella showed more personality this week, but Alicia thought she could have pushed some of her ideas even further. Alan liked Ella's second and third looks a lot, and Alicia called her third look her favorite. Last, Crystal surprised Alan for going dirty in her swimwear look, and Michelle agreed that Crystal went for it in the first look, but was weak in the second. Rue and Alicia liked the transformation between the first two, though, and they all agreed her third look nailed it. I was like, okay, like every we can't just say she's great at everything. Like she, her looks are okay. You know, she's a look queen, but I'm like. The other, some of the other girls definitely to me pulled off better looks in my humble, personal, non um, RuPaul Drag Race judge opinion. But, anyways, backstage, the girls were all in agreement that the day was fun because of how much of a pressure cooker it was. Crystal kept comparatively quiet, noting that none of the other girls chose any of her looks as their favorites. She argued that they didn't make their fugly looks fashionable and called Scarlett out for relating her final look to Anubis. In guessing who might be in the bottom, Vanity offered herself as a likely candidate, and Ella guessed that Scarlett might be also. After consulting with the rest of the panel, Ruth finally gave Kitty what she's been waiting for, a challenge win. She was named top performer of the week, edging out both Crystal and Ella, who were also declared safe. That left Vanity and Scarlett back in the bottom to see which of the two could save themselves from elimination for the third time. In their performance of Scandalous by Mystique, Vanity got off to a roaring start ripping off her gown to reveal a go-chain corset, and Scarlet did her best to keep up. Alicia couldn't keep her eyes off of Vanity's charisma, rhythm, and perfectly timed split-and-spin tricks. Unlike last week, the lip-sync left the judges fully gagged, but Rue had to make a decision, and Vanity got the Shantae, while Scarlet got the sachet away. And now that this pressure cooker of an episode is over, I am going to drink this little coffee of mine. Of course, it's ice. Like, who drinks a hot coffee? Gross. Um, have a little sip. Catch a little break. Um, you know, maybe eat a Tic Tac or two. And I will catch you all on the flip side of just this quick break. And we are going to recap episode Eight of UK season three, which was called Bra Wars The Vampire Claps Back. Get yourself a break, guys, and we'll be right back. 
Alrighty, welcome back, my kings and queens. We are going to now jump into the eighth episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Series 3. This episode was titled Brawl Wars The Vampire Fights Back. And uh, girl, after last week's elimination, we are just jumping right in. So after Scarlet's elimination, Kitty was uh, momentarily sad to see her little bestie go home, but was much more focused on the pride of finally winning a challenge. Yes, ma'am, Miss Kitty. I was so happy for her. I love her. Uh, a spoiler alert, love Kitty, um, with the badge and pageant sash. Kitty was so sure she was on the upward trajectory and wanted to know who among the others everyone thought was most vulnerable and going home next. The consensus, the consensus was that Vanity, already in the bottom three times girl, has the most to prove, but Vanity was certain that she was she has shown herself as a performer, and that makes her just as deserving of the other as cracking to the top three. I disagree. Vanity definitely needs to go home. I disagree with Vanity. Vanity, bye. You should have been gone home episode oh, three or four or five or six or even seven. NTA... The next morning, Rue arrives in the workroom, and he's there to inform the girls that for their next maxi challenge, they'd be overacting in the sci-fi spoof film Bra Wars, The Vampire Claps Back. As the winner of the previous challenge, Kitty would get to assign roles from the options of Brabarella, Shep, Sheet3Piho, I don't know, Daft Shader, and Baby Yolo. To decide the roles, Kitty made it clear that she'd be strategic instead of nice. Yes, finally, somebody playing the fucking game. She asked each of them who they prefer to portray, but eventually asked the other three to audition for the roles that they wanted instead. After the auditions, Kitty chose Brabarella for herself. She gave Crystal Versace the sheet three piho, the one role Crystal did not want. Shady, love it. Ella of a day as a daft shader and vanity as baby yellow. I love this. I was like, yes, kitty, play this fucking game. Thank you. This is not RuPaul's best friend's race, girl. Yes, ma'am. I was so fucking happy, proud of her. Once the roles were set, the queens split up to learn their lines and conceptualize how they channeled their space walking characters. Vanity's Baby Yellow was a role that would require her to perform from a box, challenge her to only act with her head. Crystal was concerned with being given a role that was the most expected for her, but also had to find her way around her dyslexia with regard to learning and remembering her lines. On the other side of the room, Ella and Kitty seemed much more comfortable with their roles and were excited to take on the challenge. Later, while filming on set with Michelle, all four of the girls required more direction than they even imagined. Kitty had a particularly tough time with the phrase space nut milk, transposing some of the words in a more vulgar way than was in the script. Vanity needed extra time finding the best way to emote in different ways without her body as a visual asset. Ella's first scene was filmed on a green screen, a green screen offset away from the other girls, which set her off her bearings as she needed to get out of her head before spiraling. Crystal was less capable of seeing out of her head once she forgot her lines, 
but Michelle was patient and encouraging with her. After filming, the queens returned to the workroom to prepare for the runway presentation and discuss the, their experiences with harassment as drag queens. All of them described instances where they have been groped or inappropriately touched without consent while in drag, and Ella explained how the scariest part of being a drag queen is the journey from their home to the venue where they're in drag and exposed to the people on the street who may be unaccepting of them. As always, the heart-to-hearts the queens have during the time help build like a picture of how the drag performers like the challenges they go through and um i i I really enjoy these heart to hearts on the runway this week rue was joined by michelle visage graham norton and this week's guest judge russell tovey before watching the final cut of bra wars the queens walked the catwalk in a scene stealers category Crystal came first in a gorgeous black and white gown with matching wig, inspired by Cruella. Ella came out next, painted in orange in the face and wearing a sexy Oompa Loompa costume. Who would have thought that, like, Oompa Loompa and the word sexy would be in the same sentence? Like, girl, not me. (laughs) Uh, Vanity arrived in orange once again and repeating one of her wigs from last week, girl. Mm Mm-mm all inspired by Babs and Halle Berry. And Kitty walked last in an oversized hat and pinstripe dress, inspired by Kate Winslet in Titanic. And during the screening of Bra Wars, the judges, especially Rue, were howling with laughter at all four performances. It would seem that Kitty cast the production perfectly, offering each of the queens a great opportunity to shine. During critiques, Michelle mentioned that Crystal struggled the most during filming, but she took the direction well and was able to create something, quote-unquote, really cute. Graham acknowledged that she had a hard character, but said that eventually her performance of it flatlined. That being said... All of the judges agreed that she once again looked flawless on the runway. Ella scored big points with the judges for her daring and unexpected Oompa Loompa concept. They also loved her in the film, explaining that she used her costume to full effect. As expected, Vanity definitely took a hit for wearing orange again and recycling the same damn wig on the runway, girl. Everyone knows that you don't do that. Um... Although she did take a hit for that, everyone thought that she was able to emote really well using just her face in the actual Bra Wars challenge. Michelle said, quote, it was a dream, quote, to direct Kitty in the film. And Russell picked up on all her pop culture references, calling her performances a triumph. They also liked that her runway presentation told a story rather than just being a look. While the judges deliberated some more, the queens retreated back to the workroom to untuck. Crystal was in low spirits, knowing that she was most likely falling into the bottom for her first lip sync of the season. Vanity admitted that she would also likely be in the bottom. Kitty and Ella were both in high spirits, fully expecting to be safe because of their unanimously positive critiques. After deliberating with the other judges, Rube brought the girls back on stage, prefacing her decision that they made it extremely difficult. First, she gave Vanity safety, shocking the other girls who thought she'd be up for elimination. Girl, I was shook. I'm like, not Vanity being safe. What in the... 
What in the fucking out of fucking space universe are we fucking in? Vanity being safe. I was fucking shook, bitch. I even hit pause because I watch it on Wild Presents. I hit pause, girl. I'm like, no, this can't. Let me rewind this shit. This bitch is not safe. No, ma'am. Oh, girl, y'all. Next up, Rue called Crystal safe as well leaving Kitty and Ella shell-shocked to be in the apparent position to lip-sync for their life. But instead, Rue revealed that no one would be going home. Instead, Kitty and Ella would be competing to be named the challenge winner in a lip-sync to Something New by Girls Aloud. Feeling the energy of knowing that they're safe, both queens gave it their all with splits and Death drops and everything, girl. They just gave a show. Brew and me, girl, we were gagged with excitement. And she declared both of them winners. Girl, I was so pissed. Pissed that Vanity said, like, girl, send her home. She didn't even need a lip against nobody. Just send her home. Be like, girl, you didn't make it. Sorry. Like, you're the only one not being moving on to the next round. Like, no. Ugh, I was so pissed. Ooh, y'all. NT Ways, stay tuned for next week's Shady Booth podcast because I will be talking about RuPaul's Drag Race UK's Series 3, Episodes 9 and 10, the finale where we will have a winter baby. So until then, stay shady, my friends. Category is Bear Claw Realness. Category is High Couture Broadway She. Category is Butch Queen Nutcracker. Who's gonna crack that nut? Category is Butch, Butch, Butch Queen First Time in Drag. Category is Butch Queen Up in Drag. Category is Linebacker. <laughs>